Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. Today we are visiting with our friends from Camp Ripley and with us today, Tony Housie, who is in the Camp Ripley Public Affairs Office. Tony, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you. Yeah. Um, today, uh, oh, first of all, I just wanted to recap a little bit. How did the open house go, by the way? <laughs> that was a big event, wasn't it? It was a big event. The open house went very, very well. We had incredible weather for it, huge turnouts. Uh, people came from all over. Mm-hmm. It was kind of nice to poke around a little bit and ask folks where they're from. They're from out of state. Really? You know, Hudson, Wisconsin. Yeah. People were coming from a Fargo and all over the place. It was really great to see a lot of different folks. Neat. Uh, and they got to see some of our newer equipment, ask uh, the soldiers questions about how it operates and everything. And you know, there's little kids everywhere, and they were having a blast, and it was fun. Yeah, and then you had the a ground, groundbreaking, groundbreaking mm-hmm. too. We did, yeah. The museum uh, broke ground on their new plot of land for the new museum that's coming up. Uh, they're, they're optimistic about next summer. That was cool. A lot of Twin Cities coverage on that one as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a new Minnesota military museum. Yep. Cool. Great. Yep. All right. In the meantime, uh, I understand we want to talk a little bit about partnerships. And boy, do you have partnerships at Camp Ripley, don't you? We do. You know, I think a lot of folks understand Camp Ripley as being just a military installation, but it's a lot, a lot more than that, especially it being a state-run military installation. That gives us the opportunity to welcome a lot of interagency partners to use uh, some of the same resources that our service members use um, and the training area. Now, we we know you have a couple of, uh, well, one in particular very famous uh, partnership is NORAX, right? That is, yeah. That's well, the exercise that we do with our new uh, state partner for peace, uh, Norway. So, you know, we've been operating NORAX, the exercise, for uh, 50 years. Wow. Uh, we just celebrated that milestone, and in doing that, we became a, uh, a National Guard-recognized partner for peace with them, uh, just like we are w- with Croatia, how we've been with Croatia for the past 25 years. Yeah, and talk about that partnership. Did they come here and you go there, similar to Norex? Yeah, exactly. So that you know that partnership is to uh, develop those kind of cross-communications and and that coordination uh, with an allied military um, you know, for Croatia, we go over to uh, we go over to Croatia and work on different projects with them, do exercises with them. Um, you know, they've developed a, a new multifunctional uh, range facility, uh, and that has mirrored Camp Ripley. And that was the specific purpose of that was to mirror how we operate uh, really? and build a fully functional range facility over in Croatia. Hmm. Oh, that's cool. Have you yourself, can I ask, have you been over there? Uh, I was over there in a different capacity okay. back in the late 90s. So, okay. uh, you know, the whole uh, former Yugoslavia war was still going on, Bosnia and things like that. So mm-hmm. uh, I was there at a different time. I would love to go back because I've been told that it's just modernized and improved so incredibly since then. It's uh, cool. it's a beautiful country now. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Now, Tony, besides uh, those foreign countries, uh, I believe you have – do you have a partnership with Canada? That was the other one I was going to ask. We do, yeah, and that's, you know, that's a a fun partnership. 
they're a lot of their training facilities are actually further away than what camp ripley is so they like the opportunity to come to camp ripley to train um you know we do projects with them uh, we'll send up helicopters and uh you know grab a group of them for training come they'll come down and they'll do cross training with our folks as well uh, and that's a that's a great opportunity for both organizations uh, so there is that partnership as well across the border and it's uh, something that we hope to build on as we go excellent now in addition to the military partnerships of course uh, you have partnerships with every branch of our own military because you've told us from the uh, Coast Guard divers to uh, Air Force guys, they come into Camp Ripley, don't they? Right. You know, I, I think there was a time when Camp Ripley really was just a place where the Minnesota National Guard came to train, um, you know, once a month and two weeks out of the summer, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, perhaps it was being kind of uh, underused at that time. Uh, we certainly don't have that anymore. We have folks that are coming from Kentucky and Virginia and the Florida Keys and Hawaii and wow. uh, all over the place to do our different types of their do their training here on Camp Ripley. Yeah, that's awesome. And probably uh, <laughs> more than I can count, uh, civilian partnerships too. And by that I mean police, fire, uh, snow plowing. Uh, walk us through <laughs> some of the civilian partnerships that you have. Yeah, you know, uh, us being a state area, whatnot, a state-run uh, facility, we've always had a great partnership with the Minnesota State Patrol. Uh, they've had their academy uh, off base, and they've had their academy on base for several years, you know, quite a few years, um, or even quite a few decades, to be honest with you. And uh, their use of the same type of ranges that our soldiers do driver's training on or pistol qualification or... Uh, you know, the gymnasiums or the classrooms or any of the other facilities that we have here has helped their organization build professionally and develop, of course, to, to be the best type of, um, you know, law enforcement that they can. Sure. So that's, uh, you know, that's a huge feather in our cap that we're able to provide that that space. Uh, you know, it, it's not just for the state law enforcement, but also for all of our local law enforcement and our regional folks as well. Interesting. Now, uh, speaking of the state, uh, every uh, every year it seems to me that anybody who's training on a snowplow gets to uh, <laughs> use your facilities as well. Yeah, our um, you know it's not just the leaves that change color. Our whole eastern side, the motor pool turns orange, <laughs> green green trucks to orange trucks. So yeah. it's uh, it's very impressive to see the. Uh, uh, you know, the caliber that they create such a unique training opportunity, uh, the MDOT does. And they bring them in uh, and they sit them down in the classroom for about a week or so. And they go through a lot of different procedures and whatnot. And then they get out on the trucks for a hands-on training, which they call the rodeo. And it's, you know, orange pylons zigging and zagging all through the, the motor pool area. And they have to swing those blades around and um, maneuver those trucks and everything, and it's quite a quite a feat. Yeah, it appears to be. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see that sometime. <laughs> I know, That'd be yeah. interesting. Now, um, in addition to that, uh, don't you have a uh, firefighters that train and a, a fire uh, a school, if you will, a school program that works there as well? We do. Our our fire department, uh, which has grown over the years, now to be one of the largest um, fully staffed fire departments in 
the central region here, mm. the central part of the state. They host quite a few different firefighters, um, different uh, programs and things like that. And they do a lot of cross-training with a lot of the different uh, smaller fire departments that are around the area, uh, which is cool to see. It's always cool to see them kind of operate together and uh, you know share information and things like that. A lot of our vehicles will respond to emergencies or fires uh, throughout central Minnesota uh, in the supportive role, but they'll, they'll respond as well as our ambulance. Mm-hmm. Um, they work well with uh, Central Lakes College. They have a, a, a schoolhouse here, basically, that comes to do different types of training. And they put large plumes of flame in the air and get everybody all excited for a while. And then they, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they do an incredible job. Yeah, they, they, uh, they show us kind of a unique way of training, and we're excited to see what they have to come up with next. Interesting. Okay. Now, I know that DNR is also a huge partner at Camp Ripley, aren't they? Right. Yeah. Colonel Snyder used to used to say, I can't tell you where the best fishing spot is, but I can tell you when all the uh, all the conservation officers are training at Camp Ripley. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, their conservation um, officer schoolhouse is here and their academy. Uh, and and they get the opportunity to do the same thing, to use the training areas and the ranges and just like everybody else. Uh, and they put forward together some pretty cool uh, training, some pretty tough stuff for these uh, DNR officers, even on the water. Mm-hmm. can imagine. And, of course, they have a presence monitoring your, your wolf population, some of the bears, I think. Don't they mm-hmm. uh, have a huge part in the wildlife and uh, natural resources preservation there? They do. I mean, what, what better classroom to have than the yeah. flora and fauna that we have here on Camp Ripley? I mean, it's just a unique spot, uh, game refuge, if you will, and, uh, you know, come out here and, and pick your poison, really. It's just it's a great spot to see what you can come up with for training, mm-hmm. uh, and there's all kinds of opportunities. And again, how many acres of land is there out there? 53,000, you know, that, that's a management spot right there, I tell you what. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, now, okay. some other partnerships include uh, even our uh, Boy Scouts, I would think. I don't know, Girl Scouts? Who else uses that facility? Yeah, we get, uh, you know, we have a congressional mandate to support the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, uh, which is, you know, kind of a cool thing. They can't fly the helicopters, but they can certainly <laughs> look inside of them. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so we work well with that. They host a big jamboree here every four years and then a, a regional one every two years. And uh, and it's it's fun to see the different kids from all over the state. You know, they come here and they, they do a lot of different uh, activities for their requirements. And then they get to see some of the things that we do. That's uh, cool. You know, working, working with the different civilian organizations has been has been great. You know, we have organizations like the Military Mental Health Coalition. They come here and put on a conference every year. Good. Um, you know, all types of different groups and organizations, and then it gives us the opportunity to turn around and do uh, things like in the in the winter time or over Christmas, we do the charity drives and the food shelf drives and things mm-hmm. like that. And it's a, you know, all around, it's a good working environment for us. Yeah. Good deal, Tony. I don't know that I've ever asked. Do do schools ever have an opportunity to take a, a field trip to Camp Ripley? They do, uh, you know, certain times of the year and whatnot, we get a lot of requests for schools to come through and just do like a, a couple hours on Ripley. Mm-hmm. A lot of it, we include 
um, as going through the museum. So that we'll get them the opportunity to kind of tour what we have and then get them over to the museum to see something static. Yeah. Um, there's a lunch in there, of course. Uh, and that's done through our Joint Visitors Bureau. Okay. Mm. There you go. Interesting. Any other – well, um, I, I was going to say, too, you do partner with veterans organizations, don't you, on various hunts and other activities? Yeah, our hunts uh, – you know, we just had a big deer hunt not that long ago, um, and that went very well for everybody. Of course, great weather for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, that's uh, another thing that we do, the turkey and the deer hunts and then the fishing event in June and uh, lots of fun, lots of, uh, you know, lots of great opportunities for veterans, especially some some of the veterans that haven't been out and about for a while. Right. Love that you guys do that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Anything we, else? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, same thing. Did we miss any? Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't think so. I you know, we're always looking for new uh, outreach in the community and, and how we can help. Uh, even when we do the um, uh, uh, <laughs> the the water program in the fall for uh, the little fall schools and whatnot, and yeah, uh, get the kids up here so they can see what kind of strange bugs there are in Minnesota lakes and swamps and stuff. So. It's all it's all fun. It's all good stuff for us. It's things keep us sharp and mm-hmm. uh, as an organization, and we love to support the different customers that are training. Love that you do it. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, no kidding. All right. Well, Tony, it's a lot of fun hearing about all these partnerships, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you next month. And I think we'll focus on veterans on that show. Absolutely. Okay. Tony, thank you for taking time to visit with us today. We do appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Good talking to you all. Yep. Thanks, Tony. Tony Housie is in the Public Affairs Office at Camp Ripley. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs are available to listen to anytime. They're right there on our website at 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app. It is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.